0: Father, we thank you, Uh, we give you praise, amen, Amen. Lord, we worship you this morning, we're not here to be spectators, to, to sit and watch you perform to us, we are too small for that, you're too big for that, Lord, thank you for the mercy privilege, been in your presence. We're here for change, for transformation. We're here for encounter with you. Father, I pray from the depths of my heart that anyone who seeks to encounter you this morning, let your spirit one needy seeks water and your tongue fill it for thirst in the dry and thirsty land Lord you cause rivers to flow in the desert open up streams in the desert in dry places thank you Father this morning for the streams of life that are open so, so, so heavy weighty pregnant with your life thank you for the the concurrency of your life the eternal relevance eternal importance of your of your life of your thought of your ways the supremacy of your life over all else our father we honor you this morning I'm praying lord for the graces of ministry from heaven flow Waters, fountains, open up fountains in the high places to flow. So ye that believeth on me as the scripture said out of his belly shall flow forth rivers of living waters. Rivers. Humanity, that if thou knowest the gift of God and who it is that's before you, you have asked of me to give you living water. Lord, we ask for living water. We acknowledge who you are before us in our midst here, present with us in your glory. Lord, with the things you're pregnant with. To pour into our soul and into our vessel every thirsty soul you desire to bless this morning thank you you have no respect for persons no regard for anything else because your life is supreme thank you our father lord we Disrespect every contrary spirit, every devil, every prevailing power over the air of men. Disrespect their opinion. Disrespect their view. Lord, we tune in to your channel, your frequency this morning to hear life-giving things. Father, I pray let your spirit flow. Your spirit moving, you impart that that which you that which you have for every heart this morning. Oh thank you. Thank you. Sweet Spirit of God. Move, of, move let's move over the face of the waters. It's the stirer the inward parts of the belly you you bring forth things resources blessing out of that eternal storehouse you have contact access to all spiritual blessing heavenly places in Christ in Christ Jesus your eyes have not seen no ear heard neither entered into the heart of any man what thou hast prepared. They are revealed to us by your spirit, the spirit of truth. The world cannot see. For You said he shall be in us. And when he is in us, he will speak of himself. That which is yours, Lord, will take of yours and reveal them to us. This is such a moment. I'm praying, my Lord, I surrender to the spirit of revelation, the spirit of truth. Take off the things that are Jesus's. Give them, share them, distribute them liberally. You who are braided not, give freely. So you will give of the water of life freely. attested come to the waters come without money come and buy even without price come this morning freely give us freely Lord thank you our Father we give glory Lord I submit my tongue submit my vessel submit my heart my mind my imagination all that is in me I submit it to the hand of the Spirit use me use my tongue to craft your thought to paint your picture to sculpt your image for every soul a ministry of the spirit thank you Our father we give you all the glory all the praise in Jesus name we pray amen amen glory to God um, um, First Corinthians chapter, chapter one. <clears throat> Praise God. Um, verse twenty-seven it says God has chosen the foolish things of the world. Right to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised has God chosen. Yeah, and things which are not to bring to naught things that are that no flesh should glory in his presence, amen. Amen. But of him again, Christ Jesus, of who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, praise God. That according as it is written that he that Glory Let him do what? Glory in the Lord. Praise God. Of him are ye in Christ Jesus who who of God is, is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, what sanctification, and then what? And then what redemption. So Christ is, is made. Um, is made all these things. Glory to God. Um, now when we say making. Of course, making. Um, what uh, what is made? Um, the John chapter one spoke about who the what was made. Right when we, when he says Christ. Jesus is, uh, we know Jesus Christ is the Son of God, uh, who John chapter 1 said he was made flesh, as the, the Logos says, the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah full of what grace and truth. The word was made flesh. Um, so this flesh that the word was made is obviously is not the type of flesh that they said should not glory. Because <laughs> verse 29 said that um, no flesh, uh, verse, um, 1 Corinthians 1 verse 29 says, no flesh should glory in his presence. So um, it's clear that the flesh of John chapter 1 has to be different because that one, they said, we beheld his glory, glory as of the only begotten of the Father that is full of grace and truth. So all flesh are not the same. There is... A different type of flesh which Jesus was made into, which is different from um, this kind of flesh spoken about in verse 29. So, you know, there was a difference between the flesh of Jesus Christ. Um, we know Hebrews chapter 1 tells us that that same Jesus is the brightness of his glory. Right, the and he calls him the the express image of his person. Amen. Amen. Being the brightness of his glory, God was hundred times in diverse manners, speaking in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, as in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed, the heir of all things, by whom also he made the walls, he made the walls by him. Um, Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Praise Jesus. So when he had by himself paused our sins, then he sat down on the right hand of the majesty. So the right hand of the majesty is in the presence. So this man was able to sit in the presence because of a different kind of qualification. He's he's qualified differently from every other type of flesh which are not permitted. Do you see that? So when he says that no flesh should glory, what they actually mean is that No flesh should come to the presence with its own glory. Uh, That the only kind of flesh that's uh, uh, accepted, allowed in the presence is a flesh that has been glorified. Right? You're a flesh that has been what? Or another way to put it is flesh that's been able to come to another glory that's not its own that is the, the glory, the presence has its own glory which it has to wear on a flesh for that flesh to come and what glory or to, to be where in his presence. Hallelujah. Amen. It's very clear we all know that Jesus Christ all, his journey was about the attainment of glory that was what he was, was actually going for. All his journey on the earth was about to come into glory, which is a requirement. So it took that glory to arrive at the presence of God. It took that glory also to sit down in the, in the, at the right hand of the majesty on high. Praise Jesus. We are, we are familiar with um, John 17, so when he prayed glorify thou me, with the glory which I had with you. right At that time, the, the son was already an entity of glory, but it was also asking the father about that glory. Thou me with thine own self, with the glory which I had with thee before the world was. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when John was speaking, was writing in John chapter one, you know, he said that the world word was made flesh. He said we dwelt among us. He said we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, that is full of what? Full of grace and truth. So this glory is clear that this glory was manifested to them. Right when he said we beheld his glory, so it's not just a glory. That appears in the presence alone is actually a glory that can be manifested on the earth, that men can see that glory. It's possible to, to see that. First you know, John, 1 John 1, he said that he spoke about that eternal life, that eternal life, which was with the Father, which was manifested to us. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, so the, the man. Jesus, or they call him Christ Jesus, um, who of God, verse 30, he says, who of God is made unto us. So the key word there is of God. Of God is of God made unto us. Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and then redemption. So these making it's then colon is because of such making you have to, it makes you fulfill as the writing that it's not wrong to glory but he that glorieth let him what? Glory in the Lord. So it's telling you that they don't accept any other glory but their own, right? They don't accept. So any soul, any person that would want to have a kind of glory, glory state, say glory state. Glory
1: state.
0: Any person that would like to have a glorious state must, you can't just get, you can't bring your glory, you have to be you have to be giving glory you have to be glorified do you see that? you have to be what? Glorified. you have to be glorified now and glorification has a process Is a process of glory, Romans chapter 8 very quickly to verse 29 or so let's see 28 first Romans 8, um, 28, um, okay, what is 29? For whom he did foreknow, he did also predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son so that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called, whom he called, he also justified. Then, then whom he justified, them he also would he also glorified. So this glorification is the end of the purpose of being conformed to the image. Why? Because the, the image of the Son is the prototype for glory, is the prototype for Every glory that should appear in where? In the presence of God. Do You know, when you talk about glory, it doesn't, men are not concerned about glory. It's difficult to preach about glory and have genuine interest from men. because, you know why? Because everything that that is glorious to man, that man can see and define as glory, is outside the Bible. It's not that they are not interested in glory, it's just that the glory that we know, we think of, everybody's looking, everyone loves glory. Everyone here, you've thought about glory this morning. Somehow in some fashion, in some way, in some, some manner. You have meditated on glory. But it's different, it's not this type of glory. So it's difficult to preach glory from the Bible and it'd be interesting to men. Once you just begin to talk glory, glory, justified glory, the feeling is something that does not really concern you directly, it's a feeling. That feeling is, is corruption. That's a sign that there is, um, that we have, we have another glory. The sign that we have, we have another construct of glory, another wearing of glory. But the thing with glory is that you only, glory only operates by the law of exchange. You can't merge two glories. You must exchange one glory, right? The Bible speaks about the glory of the corruptible. So there's one glory, right? There's a glory of the corruptible. There's a glory of flesh, right? The Bible speaks of all his glory, that all flesh is grass, and all the glory of man. So that's First Peter 1, verse 24. That all flesh is grass, all the glory of man is as the flower of grass. That the grass, that word flower of grass is the glory of grass. So grass flowers, right? So man flowers, man has his glory. And so the grass withereth and the flower thereof falleth away, verse 25. Say, so but the word of the Lord does what? Endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached. So he's talking about another kind of glory which comes from the gospel. This one, nations are not interested in this, people are like, even churches are not really interested in this But Most churches of Christians are cluttered with, we have to purchase, do a bargain with the world to get glory from the world. Most of the glory on Christian things are not from the gospel. Most of the glory that we wear around Christianity are not from the gospel. Most of them are glories from the world that we wear. The same thing, how big is my ministry, how big is the church, how big is this one, how much impact do we have, how much influence. Everything is the same language. What the world transacts in are mostly the things that the church will do what? Will transact in, but it's just—it's just not exactly. It's just different in a sense. In the world, if you're a company. You think in terms of customers. In your church, you think in terms of members. But uh, this is the same kind of—you get what I mean? The way you look for customers, you can. You also have marketing people in church. Just that we call it evangelism, <laughs> or soul winning. You understand? Um. But, and the reason I know that this is a problem is because if you remove all those things, there's not much left to do in church, to do. You understand, but those things are not what church is about. If a a church can have three members, and God will say I'm not interested in growing this church, I'm not interested in adding more members to you. I just want you to pastor these three guys faithfully. You understand? And then once God says that that removes everything about all the glories of, of Christianity has gone away. Once God says, I'm, I'm not interested in increasing your, your what? I'm not interested, in, it means you won't, you, you can't go and build church for three people. Just, your living room, is, your basement is enough, your, right? You don't, a lot of things we do, there's no need anymore for two people. You don't even need offering. If they are just three, you don't really need too much offering. Even if they they don't have, you can you have enough to help them. <laughs> you understand? So uh, once you cut off the so the no soul, win, no mission trip, nothing, no soul, win, no evangelism, nothing. It's just you and three souls, right? then in that kind of situation can, can those souls find glory in that, in, that, in that place, you understand what I mean? Wow. So that's the difficulty of, of this glory message and the Bible is constant with the Bible, the Bible ties glory to image within. What is image means the walk, the building what is being constructed on the inside. Any concept of glory that's not tied to an inward development is not biblical. It's not scriptural. It's not according to the pattern. Do you see that? Glory to God. Hallelujah. So um, quickly that um, Romans chapter eight, right, whom he foreknew, um, he did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among what, many brethren. Verse 30, that for moreover whom he did predestinate, them he also called, whom he called, he did what justified by seeing process for glory. And everything about these glories has nothing to do with external things. It's just talking about a person a person who they predestinated, then they called the person. Then, after calling the person, they then began to justify the person. The calling is the new birth. Do you agree? Um, the new birth is the calling. Paul referred to it as his calling. Right? That has a hope. Praise God. So that calling, every soul that's born again has a calling to become something. It's just your call to become something. Right? Then, but to become that thing, you actually, what you are called to is the obtaining of the glory of God. That's the calling. What I call it, the, is the obtaining of the glory. That's what, the purpose of your calling as a Christianity. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 14, it says, Whereunto he called you by our gospel to the word Obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Praise Jesus. Are you seeing that? So that, that's why Romans chapter 8 will say, those who he called, he will glorify them. But there's that process there's that middle thing between calling and glorification called justification. Right? So before between when they call you and when you will be glorified, something must happen. You must be justified. What is the justification? Justification is an approval for glory in his hands. It's to it's actually in justification, that's where they produce the the actual kind of image, the kind of person, the inward qualification that is that is some um, qualified right for glory in God's sight. So that justification is a is actually a big word, <laughs> right? Um, it's it's um, how you are. Made let's see verse 30 back to first Corinthians chapter 2. Praise Jesus, Hallelujah. glory to God. Hallelujah. Sorry, chapter 1. That first Corinthians chapter 1, the same place we read, it says, But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, you see that, and sanctification, and then what redemption. So the word redemption is actually coming to glory amen do you agree what is redemption that is redemption means your arrival at a glorious state your arrival at a state where you have become you have been you have been certified you are glory compatible with the kind of glory which the gospel speaks about, is for, so redeemed, you're actually redeemed for glory. Right, that is the, if you read Ephesians chapter one, you understand it, there are a lot of different verses there. Um, let's just read Ephesians one, let's just, amen. I'm, I just feel very comfortable to just go over the basic things. And I feel stirred that way. To the reason is because some of us we might know something, but we don't know why we know them. So we can't. Amen. 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 Ephesians chapter one. You see that? Um, If we um, let's read from from verse verse four says, so according as he has chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world, you see that, that we should be holy, without blame, before, I in holy, without blame, before him, that's your justification, to justify you, so that you'll be without blame before him, where, in love, and having predestinated, or you see that predestination, again, here, that we saw in Romans chapter eight, that who, he, who did he call? Those he predestinated. So the calling is because of a predestination. Right? So you're seeing this predestination here in verse 5. It says, having predestinated us. So the reason why you should be holy without blame before is because of a predestination concerning you. When you say, I want to, I'm a Christian now. <laughs> There's something about being a Christian. It is not, you can't be a Christian and do your Christianity. There is everybody who is a Christian, there's something. You're redeemed by a precious blood, right? And that blood has, there's a demand for, there's a destiny that has been written concerning whether you like it or not. Right, it's not optional. You have something. You have been predestinated for something. It means you should arrive at something. Glory to God. It says having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself. So you can get adopted to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will. It means it's not according to anyone's will. The moment you become a Christian, you have actually, you have moved out of your, uh, the, you've moved out of tie to your will. That another you know, thing of, I want, I want to do this, therefore I, I should or I can't do it. You lose some kind of, uh-huh, that another person's will now beckons on you. When you're, that's the mean that's how you got born again, you, say you, must, you believe that he was raised from the dead, but you confessed him as Lord, if you confess the Lord Jesus, to Lord, him being your Lord means that you are now subscribing to his will. That I want to put my will aside. Lord, and it won't happen in one day, but that's what you confessed. So don't confess something and not do it. <laughs> uh, uh, do you get? Don't just confess, Lord Jesus, I believe you are raised from the dead. You are now my Lord. And then just go away and keep living your life. No, that. Lordship means you you, no sub, you must become subject to His will. You must now you've now become subject to a destiny He has for you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So according to the good pleasure of His will, now that's verse six to what? To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us what? Accepted. And I want to say two. What is two? is what you are predestined to is a continuation from verse 5 Do you agree with that that verse 5 is your predestination you have him predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ according to the good pleasure of his will is to the praise of the glory of his grace So the your predestination, I, this kind of language, when they say to the praise of what is the meaning of that? What is the meaning of the praise of his glory? The word praise means approval. Uh, it means that in the realm of glory you get appraised. An appraiser is to determine praiseworthiness. Right? As it, as it got into the mark. So there is the there is a Praise of glory. The praise of glory talks about a measurement of fulfilling the criteria for that glory. An, so there's going to be a glory appraisal. Yes, Do you see that? Yes, so what that means is that every Christian who is born again, there's a state of glory your soul must get to. That the destiny of your soul is in the book of God. In the will of God, in the book, you know, Jesus Christ said, I know I come. In the, book, in the volume of the book, it is written of me to do thy will. That the writing of you, of who you should be, or the writing of your destiny in the book of God is written in glory terms, in glory language. Is written, you are written, your name or Your destiny is written according to glory specification. That this is the glory that this this person is destined to come into. Amen. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? There's a glory. And Jesus knew that. You know, Jesus fulfilled his own. Lower I come, in the, on the volume of the book it is written to do thy will. Then, and Jesus knew that the will of God, or what the, Paul called the good pleasure of his will, that that will in God has to do with an attainment of glory. That's why Jesus, God, Jesus was pursuing the glory and, and at the end of his journey he began to ask the Father concerning that glory. That that glory, amen, amen. is a sign. So coming into his glory. That was the purpose of Jesus when He was speaking to the those two men on the way to Emmaus. I he say, "Oh, foolish guys, slow of heart to believe all that the prophet has said. That don't you know that the Son of Man should suffer, ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into His glory? So that is the purpose of all His suffering and. This is also, so Jesus is telling you what is his own interpretation of all that the prophet spoke concerning him. That that Jesus had an understanding concerning it, but these guys didn't understand. They didn't understand that this man they were wailing about, arguing about, has been glorified. Has actually fulfilled all that was written concerning him. But of course they wouldn't know that. They can't see because their eyes cannot see into the realm where he stands or the realm where his glory appears. Actually, what they were arguing about, contemplating about was his shame. You know Jesus left with shame on the earth, right? The the most shameful way among robbers, he nailed as the, the worst of the worst of the worst. He was killed like the vilest of men. The most shameful way so he, he used a shame door to access glory. But this man, they, they, they saw his exit of shame, but they never saw his arrival in glory. So Jesus came to them and said, you, the reason you don't understand it is because you've not, you don't really understand the prophet. You're slow of heart to believe all the prophet has said, because if you knew that, you ought to know that Christ ought to have suffered all these things and to do what? Enter into what? into his glory. Amen. Amen. That's the reason why he must lay aside every sin, every way that easily be said and, and look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Right, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despise the shame. So there was, it's not just suffering. There was cross there, which is the suffering, but there's also something called shame. They made sure that his, his death shouldn't just be painful, He should be shameful. You know, they could have really killed him in secret just before we know. Ah, we didn't see Jesus. What happened to him? Did he? Some people will now assume maybe God took him. You understand? So he has gone. But they made sure that there must not be a mistake of glorifying his death after the flesh. They, They must. they subjected him to an open shame, that's what the Bible says, that that the son of man was subjected to an open shame, glory to God. The the reason for that is to to create the contrast between God's glory and man's sense of glory. That God was trying to tell man that, what I call glorious, I want to prove to you that it wouldn't be glorious in your sense. So, I will wear him with the, the most filthy garment of shame, the most shameful outward experience, and that through that experience will he pass into glory. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. You know that the kingdom of God is a, is a technology of glory. Do you know that? It's like how to, it's all about. Glory it says, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory. The kingdom is all about the glory. The kingdom is a kingdom of glory. It's a dominion of glory. In that dominion, you'll find power. It's the power of the glory that, that create, constructs the image for glory. So every time, when you engage the the, these are the things that came from the Father, and He calls it. These are dying. Do you get that? Dying. There was Jesus praying that I'm just. I want to pray about the things that are yours. All right? That these are the things. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Like He talked and talked and said many things about prayer. At the end, it's, the reason why we pray for all these things is because of the things that are dying, from where. This is, and because those things are dying, we have trust that we can pray this way. Because everything we are praying must come from the things that are dying. That is the kingdom. And then what? The power. And then what? The glory. The kingdom. The power. And then what? And the glory. Glory to Jesus. Glory. I know when this all Jesus taught when he on the earth. He was teaching. You can say he was teaching kingdom. You will be correct. You can say he was teaching power is also correct in a sense. You can say Jesus was a teacher of glory, you will also be correct. Because what Jesus actually was teaching was he was teaching the father. The things which the what? Which the father has. Do you agree with that? When he said all that the father hath and mine, he's talking of these things. For thine is the kingdom what thou hast. Right? And you know, all that the Father has are the things which he has and which he also said the Holy Ghost will reveal to you. See, for he will not speak of himself. See, all that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said, he shall not take, he shall take of mine and show it to you. So what the Holy Ghost will show are the things that are mine but are not just mine. They are things which are the Father's which are mine. So that makes so the Holy Spirit is a shower of three main things. Check the Bible. In the the revelatory ministry of the Holy Ghost, it's in three main things. The Holy Ghost is the revealer of the kingdom. The Holy Spirit is the revealer of power. What we call the power of the Spirit, what the Holy Spirit will. Will bring to reveal to you is a is a revelation of power, (laughs) and then the the spirit is also ultimately is a spirit of glory. So when the Holy Spirit begins to reveal glory, it means you've gone far, right? The Holy Ghost will start at an early point. He will first begin to make you see the King. The Holy Spirit, you know, Jesus spoke preached about that in John chapter three when Nicodemus came to him and said, um, I know that thou art is a what? Teacher, come from God. Because no man can do the thing, miracles you do, except God." word, be with him. And then Jesus just began to say to him that except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom. So if, why being born again, you can't see the kingdom? Because without being born again, you don't have access to the, the, the revealer of the kingdom. He who shows the kingdom, which is the Holy Spirit, so you, you cannot see the kingdom, praise God. Go on verse four, it says Nicodemus said unto him, how can a man be born again when he's old? Can he enter the second time into the mother's womb and be born, and Jesus just went on and continued saying what he was saying. Except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot what, enter, just to talking about the kingdom. He can't enter into the kingdom. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. That which is born of the what? Spirit is what? Is spirit. When you talk of being birth in spiritual terms, birth is actually the production of an image. It's to reproduce an image after a, an existing pattern. Is the law of birth is a law of reproduction. Amen. So, except you're born of the water and of the spirit, you will not enter into the kingdom. Then that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born in the kingdom. If you enter into the kingdom, the first thing you encounter in the kingdom is power. Amen. Is what? is power. Any Once you've entered the kingdom, what? The first thing you what? Encounter, that birth, you see, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, which is born of the spirit. It's now talking of within kingdom stuff. It's different from being born of water and of the spirit. Once you have entered the kingdom, there's now you now begin actually a process of birth in the kingdom. Glory to God. <laughs> which is, you now become born of the spirit. The, the spirit that revealed the kingdom will now begin to produce or what we call, I'll call it the births of power. The births of power is the Holy Spirit using the power of the kingdom to produce image on the inside. Amen. Amen. Do you believe me? Can tie to Ephesians, sorry, John chapter one. He came to into the world. The world knew him not. Came to his own. His own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the world sons of God. Even to them that the what believe on his name. Then verse 11, which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of what, of God. Now you see, will of flesh, will of man. You see these two things, will of flesh, will of man. These are, are, what is flesh and what is man? Those are images that have a certain kind of glory attached to them, and they are defined in the spirit. If you are moving to the spirit, and say, what is the, what is the glory of, of flesh? They will show you. This is what we call, this is flesh glory. Is a type of flower, even under glory of man as well. Remember, all flesh is grass, and all is glory as the flower of the field. And the glory of man, he said flesh is gla- grass and the glory of man is, is as the flower of grass. The grass withereth and the flower thereof falleth away. So the reason why, what makes this man weak? The glory, so not just is the glory fickle. F- the glory is fickle, so it falls away. But the reason why the glory falls is because grass withereth. That the 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 glory, the flower, the how well the flower will do, the sustaining sustain power of the flower is tied to the strength of the grass. That's the secret of glory. Every glory is is what has the Quality of the image bearing the glory. If the image without it the glory will what fall away. That's the danger of of using your life on the earth to attain corruptible glory. Have you seen anybody who has any glory on earth that stays forever? Is there anything on the earth that can give you a glory that has a guarantee? Let's not even say forever that has a guarantee that next year it will still be this glorious. There's nothing. Think of it, there's nothing, nothing now. The, the most glorious thing can change, can fade. As long as why why is that glory like that? Why can glory fall? It's because of the the withering nature of corruptible things, do you see that? So, now what is really behind all these things is what the power of an image has to do with the strength of its will. Yes, the strength of what? The, or the quality of its will. That's what an image, every image is a design, a spiritual construct to execute will. Every image is a doer of will, is an executor. Any image does any, Dami's image does dummy. If you try and do, get Dami's image to do some any, he will not be able to, he will, he, he will try you do the realm that has more compatibility, but when you get to some realm, now it's called this is an any thing. Any, Dami cannot do any, because any is an any. Yes, sir. All right? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's true. That's the thing with image, soul is soul. The image is on the inside, right? It's soul, it's soul image. It's, uh, that thing called Will means that which the image gets done. What can the image do? What is within the, you see, the capacity? Will is more than deciding, it's more than that. That decision thing, that's conscious will. Conscious will is just one tiny part of a man's will. Most of what your will, you don't even know. That's why as you are living, you are knowing yourself. One of the great philosophers says, know thyself. He said the unexamined life is not worth living. That's the concept of philosophy that just men, calm down. Don't try to focus your energy on working and doing things. Calm down and study yourself first. That's the whole Greek idea, philosophy. They felt that all of man's advancement is tied to his ability to study himself. And to know himself. Because they just got that wisdom. That there is so much about man. That the man doesn't know. Do you agree with me? Most of us. We do more things we don't want to do. Than the things we want to do. Right? You must understand the complexity. Of what we call an image. What is. What that thing you are carrying around, you have to know what it is. Right, it's not just something that, you know, In the way you feel strong, i would do this, a man will just plan and plan and plan and plan, no. Right, it's not, you can't will this, everything in your life. That's why the battle is not to the swift, or to the strong, or to men of what, strength and all of that. The race, sorry, I saw another song. The race is not to the swift, not to the battle to the strong, neither bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. See, but what actually happened to them is just something called time and chance. What happens is that when time and chance occurs, time and chance is the revealer of the, what is the image. When time and chance happens, the real person begins to manifest, and often time he doesn't manifest according to the understanding, the calculation. So, in, when time and chance for having bread comes, there's no guarantee that what you will do is what you need to get that bread. Another program can just take over and start running. At the end of the day, you are, you are cut off from the bread. If it's so easy to get bread, all of us will be rich. How many of you like to be rich? You, don't, you know. But, how many of you, when you went to school, you planned you're coming out with distinction? That was, your, that was your plan, you never had anything less than that, your GPA, you get what I mean? But what happened to you? Time and chance happened, amen? Now, now I want to ask you a question, have you ever, have you ever gone to the library today, say today we're gonna to crack this? with your textbook, right? You've you've decided, you've now decided that now, today now, that now, today, as from today, this is the day I became a serious student. You understand what I mean? That as from today, I am now a serious student. You now took it to the library. Praise God and open the book, but what happened? After, so it means that, the, it's not by willing. You can will, and then when you want to read, the, the, the image will say that, look, this is, we didn't, did we talk before you came here? We didn't talk, what? You have to see image, do you want to? An image doesn't like answering too, it will just, when time and chance happen, he just manifests, and then when he has done what he wants to do, you have to now go and start thinking, ah, what? Why did I? Why did I? You understand what I mean? So there's something so that this is what he saw under the sun. All right, what does he mean of under the sun? The sun is this, is the, is a light that it's not just a light; it's a power that drives signs, and seasons. is a ruler. You know when God made the lights in the beginning, God said this is what will actually rule, what will control seasons and time and all that. It means that this will actually be the driver of activities. He didn't leave it to individuals. So there's something about your image that cooperates with the sun without asking you question, When the sun will change the season, the image will can read the season and decide. It can be contrary to your understanding or to your conscious mind and decision making process. This is why holiness by decision making doesn't work. Right? This is why righteousness by deciding to become righteous does not work. Do you see that? Because you have something else in you that's cooperating with something else that is in the firmament. Your image reads firmament. Images, your depths respond to the firmament. They are lights of the firmament that control the, what, the images in the souls of men. And oftentimes they bypass the conscious decision. So when you say will, what the Bible calls will, is 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 a deep thing it's more than the calculation and the decision of the conscious mind right what is in a man is deep praise god amen so this is why if you don't understand what i just described about will you will not see the reason for revelation. You won't see the reason for what? For revelation. You won't see the reason for for the gospel. You won't understand that that helplessness. Glory to God. Let's just quickly go to Ephesians that um, John chapter one. Thank you, Father. John chapter one. <clears throat> so it says as many as received him to them gave he what? Power. Are you seeing power there? So the the receiving of him is actually the what you need to do for the for the release of the spirit, for the dealings of the spirit. It's it's actually yieldedness. And then when the spirit now comes, the spirit now brings about a dispensation of power. When you see the word power, power means that which can handle the will. Do you see that? That which can what? That which can handle the will, power doesn't interact mainly with your conscious mind. That's not where, because he knows that's not where the problem is. So the the reason why you need the power of the gospel is to help you beyond things you know about. That's why gospel is more than. Do I agree with the preacher? Do I agree? Do he say this? Citizen? Do I think this? Do I accept Don't power, power, power dealings doesn't it's not it's not by that law when you are dealing in season of power place of power you are it's an operation in the realm of invisibility where you need to allow an invisible thing deal with an invisible thing and then you have to stay there and wait for the result of that dealing is a is a trust process is a faith process is a you get what i mean what makes you what makes you subject yourself to the, to the power of God is not the approval of your conscious mind. Because your conscious mind has no basis to approve or disapprove God's power. He knows nothing concerning it. Neither does it know anything about the issue the power wants to solve. So the, the law of engagement with power is believing. It's faith, is believing, it's believing came into the world, the world knew him not. He came to his own, his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power. But those who received him, didn't receive him by investigating him and, this, and having a meeting and say, okay, yeah, is this, do we agree with him? Let's give him a chance. No, it's even to them that believe on his name. As many as received him, to them give he power to become what? The sons of God. And who are these people? It's them that believe on his name. That's the only people. It's, it takes the belief on his name because only believing in his name engages the power of God. Romans chapter one. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You don't have to go. I'll just quote it. For it is the, 1 verse, verse 16, right? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ because it is the power of God unto salvation to them that believe. Right? It is the power of God unto salvation. You can tell me if there's anyone who's not familiar with it. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. You see, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believe it. That law is intact. So, you, so the only thing that can engage power is believing. So that's why don't waste too much time trying to prove it. Because when you now waste too much time proving, after proving, you have not done anything. Yes, maybe, you, maybe you now proved and you're in your proof agreed and said, by proof, I want to agree with the gospel. You are still at ground zero you haven't achieved anything. But what we find out, often times, proof fights fate. So you might have even gone farther away than someone who just came and didn't try to prove anything and just, just believed. Sorry, sorry. Just believed. Once belief happens, power just starts. Power, power. It's so like, it's, it's, it's a miracle actually. I went to watch an academic pastor, I, I can tell you, the greatest miracle is what happens to a heart that believes? That's the greatest miracle of Christianity. What happens to what? A heart that believes. You see the power of God at work. Transformation, you see someone is trying to prove every step and go and do what they are proving, but no progress. You see someone else who is not who just believes and you begin to see all manner of change begin to occur because of faith. You cannot break the law of the gospel. The gospel is a living thing. It knows you, and, it, and you say, I'm holding something. I want to give it to you. I'm sent from God to give it to you. Can you believe first? You see, and that's what pa- preaching is for. Preaching, the, par- the power of preaching, the purpose of preaching is to enlist believers. It's not not an explanation, you don't explain things to people who have not, who are not believers, right? The purpose of preaching, preaching, I'm talking to you now, I'm preaching to you. Even though I'm showing you the Bible, most of you know these scriptures already, but not everyone believes these scriptures. Everybody I'm looking at right now, not, not all of you, believe these scriptures even though you know the scripture the amount of change you have experienced is the amount of belief you've had in them. Those who have been able to believe them have been changing. Those who have not believed them have not been changing. That's the law. So then faith come by hearing. Right? Romans chapter 10. Let's quickly see that. Romans 10 faith Comet by what? Hearing hearing by the word of God verse eighteen or oh. um not this not here <clears throat> eighteen. Okay, sorry, I just want to go to the exact verse I'm looking for, because of time. Romans chapter 10, glory to God. Hallelujah. Verse 13, quickly, it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, you see that, shall be saved, then how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. But they have not all obeyed the gospel, for as I have said, Lord, who had believed our report? So the reason why they didn't obey the gospel is because of lack of belief. They, they refuse to believe the report of who? Of the preacher. So then, faith cometh by what? Hearing. And then what? Hearing by the word of God. Amen. Amen. So, believing, you know, when you hear the gospel that, and you give your life to Christ, that's not, you've not believed every, you just, you just started believing. That was just like your first day of believing right, when you got born again, then after that first day, you now have to believe every other day for the rest of your life. Yes. That being born again is an initiation into the, the vocation, into the life of believing. That's why they call you a believer. That's actually what you do. What does a Christian do? A Christian believes. Amen. Thank you Father, glory (laughs) to God.
1: We have to feed the heart, we have to feed the heart, we have to feed the heart. You have to hear hearts to be fed. Oh to be fed. A a portal a portal is a portal, it's a portal, it's a portal, it's a portal, a portal is open for the hearts to be fed, a for the heart. being fed hearts are being fed how we have come to feed the hearts it is an anointing it is an anointing it is an anointing you must always do this in remembrance of me you must always do this in remembrance of me it is my breaking I am showing you my breaking it is my breaking you must break as I break remember my breaking. Remember my breaking. For therein is my doing. This is my portal. This is my portal. <laughs> Listen. 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 Thank you, Jesus.
0: Sifreno. Never be Never anato. Terreno. I to do. no Thank you, Jesus. Make yes. the hand to do. Freddy unto do. Every other door. any do, Every hand you unto your door. to make you do. Ferran Ponia. Power to do. Incrementum power and do fan to Fano Ferano mm. inka, inka your ministry has not ended. Just one. Let me Amen. I don't want you to be asleep. So can you help with this one? Thank you. Shh Kafranos.
2: Fatani and a mashed party Tacania filaita <laughs> kakakati fenti like catonia manosh te frata tania markos te faita fanafaita kila like cant markato tonia pota tatani cantila Macatania, my work afront of my work to do my work is to believe to believe i said believe on him who i'm sent for that is the work of god so i've so so some to some 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 to grace you grace you for to become into the believing realm to believe that you may become the work of god for even i jesus am come to de- Clear my name, the name of my father to you. But how you come even into the fullness of the name is by believing. Believe. Believe for this is the life you've been called to. It is a realm of believing. It is a realm of believing. For you might have lived even in a different realm and a work has been done in you. It is by a work of unbelief. But you see how you do my work is believe on him who I have sent to you. And it is he that is speaking, it is he, even him, my work, the work of the father is speaking to you. So believe, guard your heart, guard up the loins of your mind, and believe on him whom I've sent to you. Believe in him is how you become my work, says the spirit of the Lord. Amen. Praise Jesus, glory
0: to God. Thank you, Father. Um, okay, that um, Romans, sorry, yeah, John, John chapter one. Even to them that believe, on to them that many has received him, right? To them gave he power to become the sons. So it takes power to become the what? The sons of God, and it's to them that believe. But you now see which were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So this entity, flesh and man, those are entities that have certain glories right, attached to them, but that fall short or comes short of the glory of God. Why? Because of sin. For all have seen Romans chapter three, I believe. It was Twenty-three or so. It said, For all have seen and come short of the glory of God. Is so what brought man to be short of the glory that what man is predestined to have, that man has come short of it. That's why they will now say, No flesh should glory. When they say flesh, no, no flesh should glory in his presence because all have become flesh, right? That, so no flesh should glory in his presence. Why? Because of what? Of sin. So sin, in order to, after man has been predestined, man has been called, man can't just be taken to glory, right? Man must be justified, What's the justification? justification is that determination is also a process to arrive at that determination that the effect of what sin has been dealt with, not just the effect of sin, but you have to deal with the effect of sin first, but then the, not just the effect, but also the tendency, the capability of sinning. The you know the that that weakness. Remember the spoke about what's what actually disqualifies the glory is not just about the, the type of the glory itself, that what falleth away is about the grass withereth. It has the ability to wither. That ability to with tendency of withering is that it is not saved is not saved. What, when something is not saved, if you leave it, there's something that can make it wither. Something can make it what? Wither. So salvation is removing of that tendency. It adds some kind of quality to the thing, praise God. So, and no man qualifies. No matter any man bring the most glorious man whatever he has on the earth. I don't know, what is the most unchanging, withering thing on the earth? Is it, look for me, precious stones, gold, and all of those things. And then I say you, a man had this, this is what, you know. some guys don't invest in anything, they say stock market, what is that, forget about that. that I can't invest in the stock market. I can't, all I'm gonna buy is gold. Because they believe that it has what? It has value, that gold will continue forever. But what does First Peter say he says that the trying of your faith being much more precious than gold that gold perisheth. Gold perisheth. Even gold will perish. But this little thing called faith. That when after gold is perishing, faith is still standing. Do you know that every gold, let's say you just give fresh gold, fresh, freshly polished, right? It's shining, pure gold. And they bring the gold to you. The first day you just receive the gold it (laughs) perisheth. Do you know that, that this is a perishable thing. When your own outward man is thinking about it, you'll see many things, ah this one, if I keep this goal, what it can do for me, what it, you are beginning to make plans, but those plans you are making, your inward man, your soul has already sighed. even the gold coming has made it angry why because this thing you're happy about can't do anything for me rather it's going to cause all manner of problems for me because when you're receiving gold in the physical all the lusts that are are tied to it the pride that's tied to it is your inward man who's going to deal with all that while you're storing up the gold in your account so even that gold is causing perishing to your soul so what is just saying that the most precious thing on the earth will will cause perishing. In the inward man. Everything on the outside will cause what? When you handle it, when a weak soul handles it, what will happen? It will cause another effect of perishing on the inside. So instead of going for gold, go for faith instead. When you you take faith, even if like a mustard seed, even as tiny as a mustard seed, just have instead of bringing gold, just bring a tiny mustard, a faith as a mustard seed. The inward man will rejoice because you know that this thing called faith, even while the faith, you know, faith will be has to be tried. The reason for the trying of faith is so that. Faith can release its own gifts or its own um, riches or its own benefits. Right, that when you take a faith and then you begin to try the faith, when you are taking faith, you are trying faith, you are making it better. You are actually, you're, it's, it will make something begin to happen to the soul that can make the soul move through a trajectory of honor. That you move from praise, move to honor, and then to glory. So you're seeing that all this praise, honor, and glory, they all come from faith that's been delivered. Right, faith which cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Do you see that? That's what the gospel is meant to do, is to produce praise. So praise, then it's what they call the praise of honor. And there's all the praise of glory. Praise of glory means praise that has gotten to a glory state. There's praise that is honorable. And there's praise that is glorious. The glorious praise is the destination. Right? Ephesians 1, let's go back there. Say glorious praise. Glorious. Because that glorious praise is a destination for the, the presence of God. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So, so we saw that having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. So you're seeing the will. I spoke about the will, right? According to the good pleasure of his will. You can't. You can't do, predestination will have no effect without a will. It is the will. The will is the, is the power, is what power comes to deal with. Right? Power is the, the effect of power is the establishment of another will. That's what power is actually meant for. So but that power is a power of the kingdom. It's actually in the something that the Father has. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. You see that? That power is for to bring his will. Right? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth. That's all that prayer is about. Right? It's about the will being done in the earth. Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. So when the kingdom comes, if the kingdom say the kingdom has come to you, hmm. the first way the kingdom will come to you is it will be preached to you. Yes, That's the first thing. Yes, the kingdom will be preached to you. When the kingdom is being preached to you, it's the preaching of the kingdom is according to his spirit. Right. The spirit of preaching of the kingdom will now cause believing. When you are able to believe for the preaching of the kingdom, you are the you are at the power of the kingdom. Right? It's access, right? It's even to them that believe. Right. When power is now in operation, what power will do is that it will make will to be done. Kingdom comes so that will can be done. thy kingdom come thy will be done it's for the will to be done in earth that's why the kingdom must come but while the kingdom the will is being done kingdom is still coming because the kingdom must come and come until its glory appears right the power is the power of the kingdom the glory is also the word the glory of the kingdom Amen. Yes. So when will the glory appear is when the change, the transformation has be arrived on, has been come unto the praise of glory. That's Ephesians chapter one. Amen. Yes. So he says, "To the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He has made us accepted in the beloved. verse seven, He says, "In whom we have what redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to what? The riches of his... Another word for grace is power. Do you know that? Grace is what? Power. And Another word for grace is power. Grace is power. Grace just means the power for righteousness. Right? The power. Power for what? Righteousness. Grace is the word. Power for righteousness. That's the, what is the relationship between grace and sin? Right? It's to Grace is that which abound much more. Where sin did abound. When sin, is, when sin is leaping, you know sin leaps and gallops in the soul. Sin is an excited animal that is what, it's just, it's a playground, you know, the soul is a playground for sin. You can't catch sin, sin when you go on, that's what religion, religion is um, just imagine trying to catch something that leaps. You can't. You need a, 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 a greater leaper. If sin jumps one meter, grace can jump 100. Grace can pin sin down. It doesn't matter how excited the sin. You know sin has excitement levels. When you see a very, very a sin that's not too excited in terms of energy, you can easily try, hmm, uh, uh, okay. I see. You can plan around it. I won't do you today. I will do you next tomorrow. (laughs) You can. You mean that that sin is not too strong? You plan it. You say that, I will, you know, this today today is a holy day. We can't do you. This is a, this, this. Today today is for brethren. So we're going to see brethren today. We'll go and visit brethren. But tomorrow, we have our own time. You know, you you can plan sin. That one is not a leaper. It's not it doesn't it's not too excited. Seeing that he's quick, swift. You know, that one does you. That one will it, it, that one, <laughs> that, one <laughs> that one you are its employee. You get? That one is just is will be running its own program. Sometimes it might just give you a hint to just just let you know, know that things are still happening, you know. <laughs> Operations are still going on. You understand what I mean? Maybe it will take a day of mercy for your brother. And one day they will just catch you and just sit you down, and those five of them will surround you for also intervention, just to tell you the things you have been doing. You understand? You don't. You feel you are righteous. You just feel holy. You understand what I mean? That in fact you feel like you are ahead. You are just waiting for the company to come to the area where you are, to to come to your zone of righteousness. But they will just sit you down and say, man, you have been causing trouble. You need an intervention of power. When they now begin to tell you all the things you have been doing. Really? Wow. Then you will argue first. You know you always argue. You know why you will argue. All right. Imagine you're a company, you are the CEO of the company, you know, there's a whole department of something. That <laughs> <that's been laughs> you say, No, we don't do that in this company. They say, Please, see Mr. CEO. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. <laughs> you know, they tell stories of you know, the US government, when sitting president, you know, those presidents, they're just tied to, you know, they, they have some power of something, obvious things you know anything that can make them stand in podium and give press conference you know with suit and all that that's presidential power they'll sign it and all that but a lot of the things that happen, things that the nation is doing while the president is in Washington he has the, the nation has people who are somewhere in east africa doing things he doesn't even know about they have a whole bureaucratic structure there like those CIA guys. Those guys, they're not even your your administration, they don't even, they are not even concerned about you. Just you just come, do your politics and go. But they have things that they are doing. You understand what I mean? Oftentimes when trouble now breaks out, you that the president will not realize so we have a We have a department that does this. They say yes, sir. How long have we been doing it? Uh, well, sometime in the. just before the Second World War. <laughs> there was. <laughs> <laughs> hey, praise God. And it's because we those guys that have been committing some evil somewhere, doing all kinds of things. You understand what I mean? So I'm just telling you that think of your conscious mind as the clueless president who feels he's in control. And then, you, but you not realize, man, you are doing, you are releasing signals, you are emitting things. Sometimes they have to, brethren have to come and gather you and say, look, there are some areas you haven't seen. And you argue first. You don't have to calm down and I open the scripture for you. You see, um, Pastor preached this thing, actually, <laughs> but, but maybe the day you didn't. <laughs> Amen. You know, it's that you have your own revelation of the whole thing entirely. But that revelation is only you that has it. You know, you can have a revelation that is only your revelation, really. But you don't know it's your revelation. You think everybody thinks it that way. But you know that they are all looking at you. And then, it depends on your character. Some people... It's not everybody you go and talk to and say, ah, why did you do, what happened? if uh, you know, so people are war, you know what I mean? War, when, you, when you can be a walking war. So who wants to go and meet a war that's... <laughs> I mean an ongoing war that's happening. You want to now go there and go and join, no. You say, let the Lord bring peace around you first. <laughs> Don't be a war. <laughs> Be easily entreated, be easily... A sign that you are healthy is that they can easily... Someone can easily just tell you, you did that thing wrong. Check that, check. Is it easy for someone to just tell you, ah, that thing you did, you did, that's not how you should have done it. If you you, you go for some time, people don't tell you that they don't... hmm, That... Or every brethren you see. Mm. <laughs> oh lovely.
1: <laughs> yes. Huh?
0: <laughs> 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 every single time every time. Yeah. They're always happy with you. Yeah. They're always thanking I just thank God for your life. You yeah. are yeah. just, I, just
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know you can feel very spiritual. Wow. Well, you don't know that, man. It's just that nobody likes trouble, you understand? <laughs> they, will just, they will just pray for you and just say, the Lord, he or she has the Holy Ghost in them. The Holy Ghost would, either by dream or by vision or by... But, but I can't be the agent of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> please don't be like that amen and don't don't have your own insight into things you know your that uh, the way you know the lord spoke to me about this one this, how, this is how for me for me i'm not saying that everybody you understand i'm not saying that this is how I'm just saying that, personally, for me, that this is what the <laughs> Holy Spirit, <laughs> hey, the day that the Holy Ghost gives you a revelation that is for you, that day, just break down and start crying, don't even just, we just start begging God, Holy Spirit, please, I don't want, I understand what you are saying, but can you tell me what you tell others? Do you get what I'm trying to say? Don't trust any kind of um, revelation that is unique to you. There's nothing unique about you. Yeah. Oh Do you, you understand? <laughs> huh? Do you know why I said it's simple? Because we all feed on the same things. We all eat. On, it's different. Maybe you, you are in a company where you have, you know, they bring your food from heaven. A raven feeds you (laughs) with doctrine, you alone. Everybody's eating on other things, they are eating, but you you have fresh, then, because then, (laughs) but if we're all eating the same food, we are all listening to the same word, we are all following the same, we have the same parents in the Lord, we all have the same, you know, kind of thing, we are going after the same thing, pursuing the same goal, which is to become like the, sit on the throne to inherit Christ, everlasting life, first works, last works, do it, get the reward, right? Come into eternal life, that's what we are all going, we are all going for the same things. We have the same resolution concerning the world. World is bad, Christ is good. You understand what I mean? We don't disagree, we all we feed on the same thing. So why should you have your own, revel- your own leading? I know you, you know, you can feel, it's, no, no, it's just that my brethren, they just don't understand me. You understand? <laughs> right, right, right. You get what I mean? That you feel like they just don't do what?
1: <laughs> they
0: don't just understand me. That's the thing that. Amen.
1: post fa anta ero Manapania, Adiaboro Pana, Aniana Pania Pona Prana, the Pure of Frost of Fianna a Pranamian of Pern Prana and a Papa pearl a Papa a party of a Pearl, and an Odia and Odia and a Pearl, a Pearl, and all a Pearl, Post Postia, tosh to see Han, Oko tosh
0: Amen. Amen. Praise God. They're just talking about wisdom. That's just what the tongue is about. The Spirit of the Lord is just telling you that what I'm saying is wisdom. And just receive it as such. Amen. Just take it like a pearl. Yes. Like a, yes. like a treasure it. Yes. Um, the thing that I'm saying are things that they can't be broken. There are no special cases in all this what I'm saying. Do you know why there are no special cases? Because the place where you are in, you are in a zone of truth. It's different. Some of these things when you if it's, if you are in a place where they teach all manner of things, right? In that place, God can come to you and be, there can be a lot of different things that the Lord will be telling to you, because of the food is not on the exact ground of the, you, understand what I mean? So the Lord can just be telling you something that man, look, uh, <laughs> there's something peculiar to you, that maybe some of these things and all of that, but it's not in this kind of zone, and I'll say this with all meekness, without meekness or anything, because we are talking about, the, about joining as a company to inherit the nature. Unless you feel we are, here, we are looking for something else. Do you feel like I'm, we are preaching something else to you? We are joining as a company to inherit the nature of Christ and the nature of God. So the kind of, this kind of ground of joining is not an ordinary place. It's not a place where the Lord will come and give an individual dealing to individual for what? To lead you to what? You understand? I understand maybe in a place of the milk of the world and maybe you can be in a place where the milk of the world people are refusing to grow. The table is not changing. It's just, and then God can lead someone special. I want to move you into something higher. And when I was in season of the milk of the world, the Lord, just, my Lord did many things. I can't explain all the things they did to make me begin to think differently, to feed differently, prepare my mind, instructing me, listen to this person, go season, told me for a whole year, listen to only Hagen. All manner of things. Then one day in the night, they came to me and said, I will show you great and mighty things. Pray unto me, I'll answer you. I'll show you great and mighty things, which thou knowest not. I was having all kinds of experiences, that my close friends were not having. They were unique things to me. Many of them, I keep them in my heart. But God, the Lord did that to bring me into this ground. And a lot of people who arrive in this ground have similar kind of dealings. Sometimes in your own place where you were, something was unique. The Lord had to uniquely fish you out. But when you come to this kind of ground, you have arrived at Christ. There's nothing unique. There's nothing special they want to begin to. There's no special dealing. <laughs> anything. Everything here is, collect, is for the, is a collective. It has to do with uh, relativism ends. This is my own, you
1: know.
0: Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> we don't know about relativism. It just means well, this is how my, then my own, yeah, you, have, you have been given access into the fold. You're now in the sheep fold. You've come under the Lord. Yes. You, are now, you now have been shepherding. You're being beginning to be shepherded towards your destination. To arrive at this place, they had to gather us from different places in many different unique ways. When you come into the fold, one sheep can't be having his own different kind of thing. You understand what I mean? And you know one thing in the fold? Leading is very easy. That's one of the beauty of it. You know why leading is very easy? Simple. you want to know what you should do? Just ask like three or four brethren. That's all. I can be confident to you; you will not miss it. Do you know why? Because of the food. Let's say one brother is not thinking straight. Two, three, four. If you are so convinced about so, I don't care what it is. Four brethren are saying this is not what you should do. Yeah. See. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you might feel like, ah, are you done playing personal leading of the Holy Spirit? Are you saying that we shouldn't be led? Are you saying that you say, I'm just, hey, if you know where people have been led to. <laughs> <laughs> The honest truth is that your brother sees your, your brother will see more clearly about things about your life than you will because he doesn't have your your biases towards yourself you are biased towards your flesh you are biased towards your pride you are biased towards your name you are biased towards your reputation you know the list of things you are biased eh, towards then you just say, no, God just spoke to me in a unique way. I just know. You don't, you don't even know what's I was talking. All the things I can be talking to you. You don't know. But your brother doesn't care about those things. just looking at you, man. Look at this, this flock. You understand that? <laughs> he doesn't care about your reputation, your pride, your this one, all the things you will consider before you say, God led me. He's just, he's just thinking objectively. Yes, he, 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 can, he knows about your destiny because it's his own destiny too. Do you give there's nothing special anything that's special about you from him is not from God. Those are the things God wants to kick out and remove. So henceforth, no we know man after the flesh. Even Christ, we know not Christ after the flesh, even though we knew him before now, no we know him thus no longer. Praise Jesus. Do you understand what I'm trying to say to you? How did I get here now? We're talking about, praise God. What are we talking about? Huh? Power? Yes. Uh-huh. Scene. So we're just talking about sin, right? That scene, 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 hey. Scene. Right? That scene can be have its own operation. Why? It's, it's, it's beyond what you are thinking. It's inside here, inside the heart, and it's according to a will of a fallen spirit. Praise God! But he said that we're sin abounded. That Romans five verse twenty, that grace did much more. The only thing that can do much more than sin is what? is grace, grace means raw spiritual power, raw spiritual what, why did I call it raw? It's raw because it's not an explanation, it's not a theory, it's not something that is not, grace is not, um, grace is not fashionable, grace is just grace, Grace is just what grace. grace is just grace. Grace is raw. You need grace to deal with sins and to deal with sin. If, you don't, if grace doesn't come, you'll do everything. The sin will still be there. Why? Because the sin is tied to a hidden mechanism. It's invisible. Grace is invisible power that can operate. In the invisibility of your heart, yeah. The preach where, and as when preaching is being done, it's not just to explain things to you. Preaching is being done so you can believe. Even when they are explaining things, those things can be build a framework of believing. You, if the more establishment of knowledge you have, the more you can believe. You have more stature to believe. So, but faith is the importer of grace. It is of what? It is of faith that it might be by grace. It is, if it's not of faith, it can be by grace. It's only faith that operates grace. If it's not by faith, you can't say God is doing it. It can't be according to God's power if it's not by, by faith or by believing. Amen. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace. Wherein we what we stand and then we rejoice what in the hope of the glory of God. So faith gives you access to have grace to stand. That word grace is your standing of justification, being justified by faith. Remember we saw it in Romans that is who he for predestined, then those who he predestined, he called, then justified for to be glorified. You see that justification is by faith. The just shall live by faith. Right? Justification is by faith. So therefore being justified by faith, that would mean is the process of being justified. As you are being justified by faith, you come into peace with God through Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this power, into this grace, into this this justifying power, the power of justification is the grace wherein we stand. In the spirit, you only stand by grace. If you don't have grace, you don't have a standing in the spirit. Right? Anybody who will glory in the presence is because they've got into a justification by what? By faith, which is wrought by grace. Is the work of grace that will make you justified before God. The only thing that would justify a man before God is what his power has done in them. What is what his power. That's all. What has his power done in you? That's all that matters. Sin doesn't respect any other thing. Sin will be leaping and jumping and playing until another animal comes that's greater than it. When you, you faith will just open the door and unleash the animal of grace into your heart. And then you go to jump sin there. And then sin will just, all of a sudden, the bouncing of sin will reduce. Sin will now start looking for, instead of bouncing, say abounding. Instead of abounding, it begins to look for hiding place. It will now go to one corner and stay there and say, I'm not really here. I'm just that. But grace cannot be deceived by sin. Grace can fetch sin from where sin is, from every cranny, every corner where sin hides in the soul. Grace will fish sin out and get sin out. This is the power of Christianity. If you will say, from today, from today, I will be a believer if you really write, Jesus says slow of heart to believe all. You need to believe all that the prophets have spoken. All that the prophets have what? Have spoken. All. 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 What do the prophets speak of which salvation? That was what First, Peter was writing about, right? Right? Which salvation? After I spoke about the praise, then, uh so looking for the end of your faith, the salvation of your soul, right, that's verse nine. Looking, receiving the end of your faith, that's the purpose of your, your, the trial of your faith, we found unto praise, honor, and glory at the appearance of Jesus, whom having not seen We love, and yet, with what? No. Not seeing him not yet believing, no. right? Whom having not seen you love, in whom though now you see him not yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable, and what? Fool, there is a, believing gives you the rejoicing of glory. Woo. You get, you get. Now, why do you need the rejoicing of glory? It's in the rejoicing that we are the glory. <laughs> right, it's in the what? The rejoicing, rejoice with joy that is unspeakable and then what? And full. You see the way this glory thing operates is by change. Right, with open face, beholden us in a glass, are being transformed. The, the glory, you behold in a glass the glory of the Lord, with an open face, right? You behold in a glass the glory, and they are being transformed into the same image. Do you know that the, the transformation into the same image is after a rejoicing manner? Do you know that There's, that rejoicing is a kind of is a, is a gracious gyration of your nature. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Somebody can understand what I'm trying to talk about. When I say the gyration, do you know how grace fishes out sin? It's by a grace is a grace is an energetic animal in the soul. Once grace begins to gyrate on the inside, what happens? It shakes away sin. It shakes off the beast. It takes away the end. Do you know why? Because sin stays by enjoyment. All right? <laughs> It's enjoyment, that's the power of sin. It's enjoyment, it stays by sin. Sin is constantly having party every time. That's the power of sin that this party feeling must never stop. Sin supplies the party feeling, the the sweet, the the happy, it's something about sin. Sin knows how to supply that. And that is the abounding of sin. Sin will just be, what I supply is a wine say, I have a factory of wine here just to be making you happy. Anytime you consider me, there's a promise of happiness on the inside. There's a, there's a kind of joy that, is, that sin, an evil joy that sin uses to stay. That's, the, that's why you don't get tired of it. It's because it's, 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 it brings a comfortability. So, The antidote to sin is not some kind of dry, just that's where religion fails. Somebody that sin is doing serious part inside their soul. Say, hey, come, come and lie down here for some hours and just be, stay before thy Lord. I'll be talking to Him. So you wake up sinless (laughs) when you're, you can't. (laughs) Huh? The, when you think of God, you think of hey sadness oh. you know the, that feeling of religion that's that thing hey pain of the soul I just have to, ah. you know you know there's a way really seeing and religion is seen There's There's way it makes you see see spiritual things just that feeling it's as if you know that feeling of the party is about to be over now, so this is you know. That which spoils everything, it's just that, you know that feeling of, (laughs) that kills vibe, you know, that's something. Satan has done many things against God. He has painted God as the killer of good things, the killer of vibe, the killer of enjoyment, the ender of anything good, that's how God feels. Using religion. But nothing like that can deal with sin. Anything, if when God comes to you, for him to deal with sin, you must experience the excitement of grace in your heart. And it must, the excitement must abound much more. Once it abounds above sin, sin can't stay anymore. You just found something more enjoyable than sin. Now, do you go, now, this is Peter's wisdom. He's teaching us things. Now, do you see where he's saying that joy unspeakable, full of glory, is in the midst of trials yes, of sir. your faith? <laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs> like serious heat when they are burning things inside your soul. So it means that this this joy is not the joy of everything is okay? No, 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 no. It's like they can remove things from you: necessity, your difficulty, all kind of thing. Then just see inside whom have you not seen yet? Your love yet believing? While you are believing, you begin to rejoice with joy unspeakable. You can't speak this joy because there's no explanation for it. Why? Okay, why am I happy right now? Why, what? Show me any reason why I should be I should be happy. All the things that make me happy have been taken away are being born. They're not just they're being burned with fire. They are actually, good. so why should I be happy? It's a joy unspeakable, but it's full of glory. Full of glory. Full of, so, when you are, if you have not begun to experience this, then, then you are not believing well yet. Maybe there's a mind you are still using around this thing, ah, Pastor Jeff has come, hey! Two hours, how many time, they're checking the time, hey! You have to gather your soul and say, God, you have to say, help me today to go through this yeah. this thing. <laughs> it's okay. Everybody starts like that. You start at some point, at some level. I didn't start like that, though. My, <laughs> My beginning was... but it's it's for a reason there's a way God did it for me everybody is different I went through season of preparation a lot of things they opened me into the joy of the spirit I was just drinking that Hagen for a year and I was drinking his spirit so I was compatible with things like that understand what I mean where the word becomes you know it's the word, you begin to eat the word, the way you drink, um, you know, like ice cream. It feels like ice cream to your soul. Your taste has been changed. When I'm at work, I'm just thinking of the, thinking of the, the you know, I'm just, that kind, that, that, that's a beautiful season. That's, that's the first season. You get what I mean? That's the season of revelation. Yes, right? Revelation is what opens the door to the receiving of grace. So get up the be sober, get up the loins of your mind. That's in chapter, lay down in that chapter. And hope to the end for the grace that should come to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. There's a grace that should do what? The grace that should come to you. Amen. Yes. The reason for that. That, that thing, so you, you hear revelation and hear revelation until it, the grace begins to come to you do you know that you need, to, you need to know what to do with revelation you need to eat it and eat it and eat it now while you are eating it, that, and this is what meditation does to you, the purpose of meditation is actually to trigger believing do you know that it's to make believing happen. Yes, sir. You may have heard it, you understood it, but it's just flat. You have not really... It hasn't w- stood up. What you heard should stand up one day and then tap you. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> you understand? The me- a message, when the message says, let's play, uh-huh, it's ready to give you the grace Amen. that it's carrying. Amen. That the message has woken up leave the message and go and be cooking. It will come and stand beside you and be talking to you. <laughs> go and do anything, go to the grocery store, anywhere you are going, it will be following you around. You get? That's what you're supposed to do to the world, you meditate and meditate and until it wakes up, until it becomes, it takes on the spirit behind the revelation. Right, that get up the loins of your mind it means that's meditation, a type of spiritual meditation. Be sober. Get up the loins of your mind. Put your mind together. Stay with it. Stay with it. Just keep staying with it. Let your mind just be upon it. Keep looking at it. Don't go and be trying to do Revelation dry like that. That's not the spirit of New Testament. It's not, that's religious stuff. Oh, What should we do now? Open to this one, that one, that one. The Bible says, do this, this, that. Okay, let me go and do it. I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying that that's not really, you're not really, doing that alone does not, does not, sometimes doing it by that can be a way of meditation. Do you know that? You don't know? Do you know that give because they said give. You don't even know why, you don't feel like giving. You don't have a revelation about giving, but it just said give. It's okay, I'll give in obedience. Yeah. Do you know that while you are counting the thing and giving, sometimes, do you know that's a type of meditation? Because you are applying your mind. But well, it's different from really just blindly doing things. So I'm not, I'm not removing the fact that you can do things you don't understand. That's also a part of leading. Because you can't understand everything in one day, and you can't be stationary. You can't say, "No, I'm going to be, keep doing all the evil I know until I have the full revelation of light, eternal life." You can't do that. Sometimes you have to ask, "My brother, what should I do? What's the right thing to do? What's the right thing?" Your pastor will tell you, your brethren will tell you. You read in the scripture raw. Some things are just raw there. You know, I abstain from fornication. You know, don't, say, don't say, "Lord, uh, okay, there has to be a, a revelation." Okay, there's a reason why. Fornication. Can we tie that to Revelation chapter seventeen? <laughs> and then you are fornicating. Why are you fornicating? I'm just waiting for the revelation for the grace. <laughs> no, please. Just they say abstain. Don't just. You understand? <laughs> they wrote some things like that in a non coded way so that those ones you can easily do them quickly, without. Even, you don't need to understand mystery of anything. Just quickly do them. You know? <laughs> so those ones. But in your power, when you are just abstaining just because the Bible says so, because your brethren have told you, your pastor has told you, while you are now engaging in just that blind obedience—it's a meditation. Because you are something is tempting you, go and do it. You are saying, "No, I wouldn't do it." That verse said, "I shouldn't do it." Yeah. This said, uh, "Why you are around that thing?" Light can come. Ah, fornication. Wow, why was I even thinking of doing this thing? Revelation has come. You get what I'm saying? That's so you see that when they say being sober, that soberity can include just act soberly do the sobriety of that, that thing guard up the loins of your mind and wait for a grace that will come to you how you know grace has come is that every thought about doing that thing just you just see it as nonsense you don't see anything in that thing why? because of an insight a revelation you get what I'm trying to say instead of which salvation very quickly so you understand what I mean by joy unspeakable full of glory Right? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So I said that if you are hearing the word and it's not, you're not having that relationship with it, just know, it's that maybe you don't understand what the word is meant to do for you. That the word is meant to make you a believer. It's faith committed by hearing and hearing by what? The word. So pour your energy into believing what you are hearing. Some people don't do this. Some people don't really do it as an active thing that I have to pour my effort. As the reason why you will listen again, listen again, it's not because you didn't hear it the first time. It's not because you didn't read it the first time. You stay on it and keep looking. Okay, you said this, you said that, you said this, you said that. You keep, you keep thinking upon it. You keep meditating. It's why? Because it's so that I can believe it. You see that, cause believing will open up what portals. When you see flock, you know flock are divided into two: those who believe and those who don't believe. Right? <laughs> there are those who don't believe, and then those who what? Those who believe, those who don't believe. They all they all come to a meeting. They all do this. They all do everything. They do they do their duty post. They do what is given to them but some flock might not believe. Don't be an unbeliever like those who had an evil heart of unbelief in departing from what? The living God. Receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls, of which salvation the prophet, you see the prophet inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you? You see this prophecy of the prophet is what Jesus was telling those guys on the way to Emmaus. That oh foolish and slow of heart to believe all that the word prophet have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things are you seeing this suffering? These things is encapsulate everything that Peter was speaking about. Trying of your feet. being much more precious that gold that and all of that might be found unto what? Uh, praise and honor and glory. You see that glory at the appearance of Jesus. That Jesus went through that same process as well. Jesus, Jesus got to a point where he was doing things. He was in the time of his suffering. So he must, must suffer many things to enter his glory. In this suffering season, many things occur. He was, was fulfilling all the scriptures. Count it all joy when you pass through divers who tried. That was James' own language. Count it joy, count it joy, count it. How do you count it joy? Count it joy. It's, your counting is a type of meditation. Right? You, you shouldn't, don't just be suffering aimlessly. You, what triggers suffering is revelation. Trials, appeals, things that are being revealed to your life. When the, the, the revelation of that suffering comes, it will come to meet you with the revelation. It is by revelation you count suffering's joy. Right? You say, This is not an aimless thing. By virtue of what the Bible says, the New Testament says, concerning me moving from my faith being tried and then me moving from praise to honor to glory. I now see why these things can happen. Why such necessity can be taken what, from me. When you begin to, you know there's something powerful. When tribulation breaks out because of, this, is it for the world's sake? Remember in the parable of the sower? When he cast the word, all manner of things will begin to break out. Because of the word. And if the word wasn't sown, those things would not occur. Right? All kinds of trials. Persecution. So yet he hath not root in himself, but endured for a while. See that enduring for a while, right, is because the soul didn't know what to do. When the word that came when the, sorry, when the tribulation that came because of the word came, yes, the person who received the word didn't know what to do in that season. Yes, sir. He said, but he that received the seed unto stony places, the same is he that he heareth the word, and anon with joy. He received it at first with joy. right? But yet he had, he had not root in himself, but endured for a while. For when tribulation or persecution ariseth, because of the word, it's because of the word, by and by he is offended, there are different levels of offense, there is offense that comes because you don't like the word, (laughs) that one is not, that one is very easy, they they don't come to meeting next time, it's just one day, they just come, they hear the things, (laughs) they will greet all the brethren, they will greet you, oh, what a word pastor, that was, that was, you you know what I mean? But men, this, um, keep your thing, I keep my thing, you understand? So, those ones, these not those ones. This one, they receive the word with joy, excitement. But it's one thing to pass the first bar of offense. It means you're not offended at the word. But when the word begins to now do things in your life, so, this is when someone come into the company seat, they begin to hear the word, but then the, this word does some things, man. It will begin to cause all manner of things to happen in your life. Some souls, that's when the offense comes. Do you see it? So, this joy of receiving the word is one level of joy. It's not the, there's another level that must be counted. That's the James one. Right? After you receive the word with joy, get ready. There will be a season where you need to now count things joy. Things that don't seem joyful. You must, by revelation, count them joy. You get what I'm saying? That joy is the antidote to offense that aborts the seed of God's word. Joy is the opposite of what? of offense. Joy. Right? is the opposite of what? Of offense. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. You see, he was counting the cross joy. He counted the shame, endured the cross, despising the shame and it's what's set down at the right hand of, you, you should look unto him. Jesus, the author and the word finish our faith, semicolon is explaining that faith which he authored and finished. There's a behavior of the faith. At some point it will involve counting joy, a cross of yours, right, and despising his shame. Without despising the shame, You won't gain access to the glory. Amen. Amen. Of which salvation, very quickly before we round up. um, Amen. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and searched diligently. Who prophesied of the grace? You see, this is what they were prophesying. Of a grace that should come unto you. It's clear that Jesus went to the cross by grace. Grace. Jesus suffered by grace. Say who that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man. It wasn't dry, Jesus. Jesus wasn't a vigilante. A what do you call it, an extreme? So, I offer my life for the world. Just dry like that, without you understand what I mean. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, what do you call it? Um, zeal. Jesus didn't grow to the cross by zeal. He got to a time they wanted to kill him. He knew his time has not come. He ran away. Right, so he wasn't trying to prove a point. I'm going to die for the world. It wasn't that kind of thing. Because when that they went to, to kill him at that time, they went to take him. He saw that the grace <laughs> at this point, I, I don't yet have the grace to taste death. So, you know, Jesus was highly spiritually intelligent. You know that if these guys catch me now, that prayer of Gethsemane might not be not except by will. It might
1: be
0: be God, this man, the spirit is willing, but the flesh. That prayer might have been different. (laughs) Right? When he was on the cross and then the thief started talking to him, hey, look, you, miracle worker, you are here? Ah, In fact, you are the reason why, wow, you are, the, you are our salvation. We are with, we are, do what you do, let us get out of this place. Taunting him, they would wait, ah, we are still here with your, all your power, all your everything, taunting Jesus on the cross. You know that when they say the taste, it's not just the, the moment he died, tasting death, he began to taste it as he was getting closer. You know, you know what the taste of death does to you? It can make you run away from dying.
1: He
0: began to taste the death. He saw the death coming, he saw the suffering, he saw the pain coming, he saw everything coming. But it took grace in him to keep him in that program. You know what I'm saying it's by grace, it's by the grace. Say, but we see Jesus, Hebrews 2, verse 9, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor. That he, by the grace of God, should do what? Taste death for every man. By grace. Right? So it's the same grace that he was full of. Right that's John chapter 1 as the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth that's what the prophets were prophesying concerning so it's not just about the outward man it's a program that they were talking about they inquired and said diligently who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you praise God searching for what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and then what and the glory that should follow. Unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us that they minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel. So those who have preached the gospel unto you, what they are reporting are those things which the prophet spoke concerning, which is of the grace that should come to you. Those who were, anyone ministering the gospel with the Holy Ghost who was sent down from heaven, what they actually are empowered to minister. Every preacher of the gospel, right? Preach the gospel. They are actually empowered to, the purpose of preaching is to make you arrive at a grace. Right? Preaching is for the unleashing of power. It's for the release, that power. He say, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, but it is the power of God. It's for the release of power. Right? Power of of the invisible. Say, which things angels desire to look into, verse 13. Amen, thank you. Wherefore, guard up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end. Say hope to the end. That word hope to the end means until you see this grace. Don't stop hoping. Do all these things. Get up the loins of your mind. Be sober and hope to the end of the grace that is to be brought to you at the word. Revelation. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. You know when you whenever you preach the gospel, you're using scripture to preach a person. It's not just teaching Bible. You're trying because unless that person is revealed, grace will not come is the point when the revelation of the person occurs. That's when grace finds its way, what? Into the heart. That gracious power and that gracious energy is what, is what God, it needs to become our bread and butter. Skill needs to be granted to everyone. In other words, you will just know. This one makes you now a, an educated Christian in the thing of the spirit. You know how to find grace you will know how to find grace. You will know how. You know how. When they say, ah, there's a preaching going on. When you are going to sit down to be preached to, you're not going there as a novice. You go there knowing what to do. You know what you're going there for. You don't leave that thing until the grace of it has arrived at your heart. Do you get what I'm trying to say? You know what to do with the word. You know what to do with the message that is preached. You, are, you hope and hope until the power for that transformation is received. How, what do you do in that season? Is to exercise of your heart in believing. Exercise in believing. You hold it until you believe it. You stay with it. On, for every word, that the, say the milk of the word must be believed, the meat of the word must be believed, the strong meat of the word. When you open strong with another season of believing, you must now start again to believe from scratch first works alright take it you know you can believe Christ and charity but not believe first love after the message <laughs> they really first love this first love all these things it's not bad to ask that question but don't just ask the question forever Take it, exercise yourself right until the faith, the believing for that thing, that which now begin to unleash the grace for it into your heart. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. full of grace and truth, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Amen. So that first Corinthians chapter one, just to read that verse and then we can pray. says, what of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us, first what? Wisdom, and then what? Right. Righteousness, sanctification. So the making of these things, right, in you, is all that has to do with justified being justified to, to make you into the righteousness of God right? which is the full justification it has to do with all these things but the key into it is wisdom do you know what I've been describing to you is a type of wisdom right is, a, is whenever they are talking to you about access to something, that thing that's been presented as the access is a wisdom. Because it doesn't occur readily. You, know, you can really come to a meeting, you don't know what to do if, you are, if the wisdom of dealing with handling spiritual things doesn't come to you. You get what I'm trying to say? Amen. So if you want to divide, I thought, I've taught two wisdoms today two wisdom. Is it, can anybody divide the two wisdom I taught? Someone can just quickly show it to me based on what I taught. Very quickly then we can just pray. If your eyes can see it. It's the same message I preached last Saturday, but I'm showing it to you in another way. It's two wisdoms. Okay? Okay? The power, the image, can someone try two wisdoms? Yes? Yes? Instead of trying to believe in okay, okay, can so someone I try? Also can someone try again? I have two wisdoms, I just show. Yes. Yes. Why oh, is the mic not working, what happened? Huh? The mic is not working, I'm just looking at him. <laughs> no, I know what I'm saying, someone should tell him okay, that. I think uh-huh. the first wisdom
2: I, yeah. I was saying is more of the wisdom for the gathering of the mind of knowing okay. what to do. Yes. And then the second wisdom is when the grace has come, um, yes. what is deposited in the, in the heart, those are the two. Wisdoms, wisdom.
0: So the yes. wisdom is the gathering, the wisdom of preaching. Yes, sir. yes, of preaching, yes,
2: sir. Of knowing what to do with preaching. Yes. That's
0: the wisdom. Is the wisdom that's operational in the season of, of preaching. Yes, sir. Right? Is to, to receive revelation. Yes, sir. Right? That's when it's the spirit of wisdom in the knowledge of him. That's what Paul began to pray for, first of all. That's the first wisdom. Yes, sir. Then the second wisdom is what? the wisdom of the operation of power. Right? Or the, of, of grace. The wisdom of doing, sir. Wisdom of preaching. Wisdom of doing. Both of them have their ways. If you don't know what, like, you, you might not have the wisdom of what to do with preaching. Being in a city where they are teaching Revelation. You, you might not know. If you don't know, you won't, you won't make progress. There's a wisdom in that area. Yesterday I spoke about the foolishness of preaching. If there's a foolishness of preaching, there's a wisdom of preaching. To know what to do with preaching season, then, after you've been hearing the word, revelation is coming, you need this, another wisdom. That wisdom of doing. It is the wisdom of grace transaction. When you are beginning to count it all joy, those are wisdoms of, of seasons. When trials broke out, Season when a trial is a season to do, to obey, there's a the wisdom that is in that season as well. That is, that's the actual wisdom of making or stature. That, that wisdom is the wisdom of a person. It's actually the wisdom of Jesus. When someone is responding rightly to trials, it's not ordinary. It's the person who is manifesting. It's not you who's manifesting. You will never respond in the right way. There are some things that you will not but get offended at. It's just your nature to be offended. But when you to now make you not offended, something from another being must come into you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That one said who of God is made unto us. That word made is wisdom first. Right, everything. Everything is in the process of doing. Everything here, wisdom, righteousness. That will produce sanctification. Is where they tear those things away, and then what? Season, redemption. So redemption is a higher what season, beyond sanctification. Redemption is when they now want to prepare you for use, for or for glory, to qualify you for glory. amen Amen. the lord will help us and he will endow us with these wisdoms they will begin to speak inside you to become your it will become your conversation you just you begin to converse in this wisdom the lord will begin to move foolishness far from you foolish ways foolish behavior foolish attitude foolish speaking Foolish things, foolish decision, foolish complaining, foolish oh man oh, foolish things will begin to go far away from you because of wisdom. Father, we thank you. Every hand Jesus. Every hand on Jesus. Every knee on Jesus. Every on Jesus. Every man to Jesus. 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 Ever on me on Jesus, ever know where Jesus, ever know where Jesus, may go to put on Jesus, to help me to put on Jesus, may I go to bless you, I am to come to bless you, even I am to come to bless you, even I have come to bless you, ever am to be and to bless you, even to blend to bless you, even I am to bless you, I am come to bless you, to bless you, to bless you, even to bless you, to bless you with wisdom, to bless you with wisdom. Thank you, Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Father, I pray there's a spirit which you are you are giving an impartation, Lord, for every heart, oh God. I'm praying this word become our conversation. The conversation of every heart, of every person, everyone, Lord, who longs for this reality. Father, I ask, Lord, that you move us into seasons of grace. Amen. Seasons of so much skillfulness. Amen. Through by reason of use will gain exercise Lord even in these things thank you our Father we give you all the praise all the glory Lord you are sewing. you are preparing our glorious garment our garment of glory But I pray that our vessel, our person our souls will wear that garment Amen. that which we have been predestinated to will not fall short of them won't fall short of the glory thank you father where sin has abounded thus far grace will much more abound even to the praise of your glory thank you our lord we give you all the praise and honor to your name in Jesus name we pray amen 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 praise God